This week's message, given by Pastor Stephen Yun at the Sukkasani United Methodist Church, January 8, 2023. The message is, Are you sure you're up for this? Based on 2 Corinthians 1.20 and Luke 9.57-62. Okay, let us pray. God of new beginning, we thank you for your grace, a new grace that comes to our lives each morning, each day. We know your grace is sufficient, and we confess that we can live without your grace. As the deer pants for living water, our soul is thirsty for your grace, for your presence. So God, as we listen to your words, words of scripture, feed our soul, fill our spirit with your life-giving, life-transforming words so that we can continue to follow your Son, Jesus Christ. We pray all this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, um, I don't usually go shopping on Saturdays, since it's one of the busiest days for me as a pastor. When I came home from my office yesterday, I found out that I had no shoes to wear on Sunday morning because our furry friend Gracie has mistaken my favorite pair of shoes for Sunday. Uh, You know, she has mistaken it for her chew toy. Those of you who raise a dog know to a dog, rather is basically the equivalent equivalent of steak-flavored chewing gum that smells like you. So she loved it. She loved it too much. Uh, that meant, uh, you know, my shoes were um, irredeemably damaged. So I had to go buy a new pair of shoes, which was actually a good deal, like a Saturday night specials. And I'm wearing it now. It's very comfortable. Um, and it feels like my feet are standing on a memory foam. So it's a good one. You know, as foot experts say, changing your shoes is like giving your feet a fresh start because your feet are able to start working different uh, stress pattern. So they even suggest that you change your shoes uh, during the day, you know, that gives your uh, feet a rest. So thanks to Gracie, my feet are given a fresh start this new year. (laughs) But not just our feet, you know, not just my feet, sometimes There are times when we are strongly compelled and motivated to make fresh starts. Like now, like this first and second week of a new year. We just started new year and new year comes with new hopes, new wishes, new desires, and new possibilities. I'm sure you heard the phrase new year 
New me. How many of you heard the phrase? New year, new me. Very few, yeah. Very few. It's a saying that uh, can be heard around the world every, uh, you know, December 31st or January 1st. New, new year, new me. As soon as the clock strikes midnight from uh, one year into another, you know, people go through a brain change. They talk about new year, new me. It's quite interesting to think about, though, how having the year on the calendar change from one number to another gives human such a strong sense of newness and novelty, even rebirth. Does the sense of newness experienced in new, new year give you new you indeed? Friends, think about it. Those of you who can read music will know what this means. Our choir members, I'm sure they, they know what that means. Uh, I would ask Audrey to play the, the one note, the musical note on, on the left, 2022. Can you please? Okay, remember the sound. And what about 2023, the one on the right? Same. It's the same. These two musical notes look different. They're, as you see, they're placed in a different location, right? But they sound exactly the same. New year, but same old me. The new year, but the same old me. We often realize the truth a few days after the new year begins, or a few weeks after new year begins. Some of you want to make a fresh start with your new year resolutions, while others of you see it as a futile effort to repeat the whole new year, new me thing. You know, some people joke about New Year's resolutions saying, my New Year resolution is to break New Year resolutions. So at least you could have something successful. Whether you believe in New Year resolutions or not, here's the thing. Just like this New Year calendar signals the start of a brand new year, so Jesus wants to give us fresh Start fresh new life as we walk in his love day by day. God wants us to make fresh starts in our lives and continue the work guided by the Christ and empowered by the Holy Spirit. In his second letter to the Christians in Corinth, Paul writes, Therefore, if anyone is in Jesus Christ, the new creation has come. Note this, uh, the tense here. It's not the past, it's a present perfect tense. The creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. It sounds like a new year and new me, but it's different. The newness, the rebirth we experience is not something that belongs to us. It belongs to Jesus Christ. It's something we experience when we truly follow Christ and live by the Spirit. In other words, for Christians, fresh start is ultimately about finding fresh strength.
strength, finding fresh strength in Jesus Christ. We know our limitations, our human finitude. We know our fallibility, our weaknesses. Where do we find the strength to make fresh starts and continue the work then? What does it mean for Christians to make fresh starts to begin with? These are the questions, some of the fundamental questions that we will be exploring throughout this sermon series. Fresh start. And this morning, I want us to think about what it means to make start fresh starts as Christians and whether we are really up for this new journey. Are we really up for this journey? In today's gospel reading, we see two men who are called by Jesus. And Jesus says, follow me. Sounds very familiar. When he called his disciples, he said the same words. Follow me. Follow me. But they ended up not following Jesus. Why? Because they made excuses. They made excuses. One man's excuse was that he had to bury his father. Another man's excuse was he needed to go and say goodbye to his family. You know, when you think about these excuses, they all sound legitimate. You know? You want to go bury your father? You want to go say goodbye to your family before following Jesus? It all sounds legitimate. So, you know, the words of Jesus might sound too harsh, maybe too demanding. One thing we need to note is that Jesus didn't teach his disciples to ignore or forsake their responsibilities to family. Remember the story of Jesus commending John, his disciple John, uh, to his mom Mary. He did it on the cross. Remember the story of Jesus condemning those who didn't take care of their families in the name of religious traditions, Korban. But Jesus knew what people's real motives were. Perhaps these men wanted to delay following Jesus Christ and was using his father, his friend, or uh, family as an excuse. What Jesus emphasizes in this passage is the importance of instant action. The, the uh, immediate obedience to God's calling. The problem with this man were the fact that they kept giving excuses. As you know, the Bible is filled with uh, the example of people making, giving excuses when they were called by God and to do God's work. Adam, Eve, David, Moses, Jeremiah, Isaiah, the list goes on and on. As you look at these biblical examples in our own examples in our lives, you notice that there are some common patterns of excuses people make when God calls them to make fresh starts. Something like this. Oh, I've done it. I've done it before. I have failed it in the past. 
I failed it in the past, so there's no point of doing it. It's not going to work. When the prophet Isaiah was stuck with what happened in the past in the history of Israel, God says to him, Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 19, God says, Do not cling to events of the past, and do not dwell on what happened long ago. Watch for the new thing I'm going to do. It's happening already. Just look and you can see it starting now. Another excuse we frequently make when God calls us to make fresh starts is this. I don't have what it takes. I don't have uh, resources to do. I, have, I don't have knowledge to do it. I don't have tools. I don't have strength. So it starts with, I don't have something. Remember the story of Gideon who made excuses when he was called to be the leader of Israel. Judges. In the book of Judges, chapter 6, he started making excuses to the Lord. He said, but Lord, how can I save the nation of Israel? I belong to Manasseh, the smallest tribe. My family is the weakest, poorest family in the tribe. And I am the youngest, least important person in my family. And the Lord replied, he said this, I will be with you. I will be with you. You know, all these people gave excuses to God. They made excuses. But what God reminded them of was that making fresh starts is about finding fresh strength. The strength, we, strength that we find in God and Jesus Christ. It's not from us. It's from God. So making fresh start is about finding the fresh strength. In fact, we humans are incredibly creative when it comes to thinking of excuses. We often use them to get out of the situation that seems difficult, unpleasant, something that is causing us fears and anxieties. Whenever we are being challenged to stretch ourselves, stretch toward uh, uh, where we are, we give excuses. Sometimes we use excuses simply because we like to uh, procrastinate instead of doing something new because we do not want to commit to something like the two men in the gospel story. But when you think about this biblical story, it is also our story. It is also our story making excuses to God. A lot of times our excuses are really a form of kind of deceptive self-talk. We, we tell ourselves, we tell ourselves and our others. We package them as reasons, the legitimate reasons, so we can stay in our comfort zones. So we can stay in old, same us. Each and every one of us has done it one way or another in our lives, in our life journey. And if we're really honest with ourselves, we can help but to admit how good we are at giving excuses. We are experts at making excuses. 
excuses that are told to examine us from something, excuses that are given as an exit, excuses that are used to justify ourselves and blame others, excuses that cover what we can do, don't want to do, and don't do. Friends, what are some of the excuses that you talk to yourself and tell yourself most frequently? What are some of the most powerful uh, excuses that you tell yourself, others, and even to God over and over? Think about it. And write it down if, if you like when you're on your sermon notes and think about it. And where is the strength coming from to overcome those excuses? One thing we need to remind ourselves regarding making excuses is that excuses will cause us to miss great opportunities in life. Opportunities to be new, opportunities to grow, to grow in knowledge, character, and strength to follow Jesus and to become more like him. The more excuse you make, you make the more it becomes your part. It's not just a few words that you say. It becomes your way of life. We know our world is full of people who are full of excuses. And we don't have to add more in our relationship with God. Instead of giving God our excuses, give God your availability. Give God your commitment. As we took a look at this Bible, Bible verse. What God wants is the instant action, the immediate obedience God's calling. Christian author and pastor Craig Groeschel once said that we can make excuses or we can make a difference. Do you know what's the, what the difference are? We can make excuses or we can make a difference. We cannot do both. Either we are going to make excuses in life, or we are going to make a difference. Friends, what is God calling us to make today and in this new year? Excuses or differences? It's your call. It's your choice. One of the most wonderful things the Bible promises us is that when we give our hearts fully to God, instead of making excuses, He does something so wonderful. He does something so amazing in us. So it's like getting a whole new beginning, a fresh start to our lives. He forgives us our sins for the ways in which we failed Him gave us new opportunity. He empowers us to make fresh starts. He wants us to start all over again, this time with God's help and strength, with us every single day. It's January, friends, and I want to remind you that our church calendar is available in the back of the sanctuary, so please take one if you haven't done so yet. You know, it's January... 2023 here 
Peter has 12 months, as we all know. And January is at the very beginning. And here is this Sunday, January 8th. We are here. We have uh, many more days ahead. But God wants us to make this new year a fresh start, whole new year. This last year, whatever happened in the past, doesn't matter. God wants us to leave them behind. And we, God wants us to start this new year fresh. To do so, what is, what, what is God calling us to do? This morning, as we talked about it, stop making excuses. Instead, make difference. As we begin this new year, God wants us to make fresh starts with him today, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, today. God wants to hear, yes, Lord. God wants us to say, yes, Lord. We're still in the process of celebrating the coming of Jesus Christ. We, 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 we reflected on Jesus Christ who himself said yes to God. As he left his home in heaven and put on flesh to come to earth to save us. He said yes to God. Knowing that he was also saying yes to the crucifixion and even his death on the cross. He still said yes so that you and I can be reconciled back to God and can receive a new life in him. Friends, by saying yes to God, we are essentially saying that our relationship with him is more important than anything in our lives, anything in the world. Are you willing to say yes to the Lord this year as we embark on this new year, seek to make fresh starts? Are you willing to say yes to the Lord? Are you willing to follow Jesus Christ? Are you sure you're up for this? There's a prayer that John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, adapted from the Puritan tradition that was quite formative to um, his parents, who were the uh, Anglican, Anglican uh, priest, as well as to himself. Wesley uh, encouraged Methodists to pray this prayer at the beginning of each year uh, as they're remembering and renewing their baptismal covenant before God. A wise new year. Uh, I believe it's because this is a prayer that reminds us of the nature of fresh start that we are seeking as Christians. Fresh start is possible only when we put ourselves to God. It's about living out Jesus' way of self-giving love and humility before God. This covenant prayer tells us that being a Christian is more a way of life, way of growing relationship with Christ than a system of beliefs. You know, today's day, again, eighth day of the new year, January 8th, and I trust many of you took the time to think about your new year resolution, new hopes 
you know, new, new goals for this year. But our most fundamental New Year resolution should be stop making fresh and old excuses. It's about having fresh commitment to Christ. It's about finding the fresh strength in Jesus Christ. As I close this sermon, I want to invite you to read this prayer with me, which is uh, available on the slide, I believe. Yes. So let us pray uh, this prayer, this uh, Wesley Covenant prayer, as we, command, uh, we, as we commit ourselves to Christ and seek to make fresh start in Jesus Christ. Let us pray in unison. I'm no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Place me with whom you will. Put me to doing, put me to suffering. Let me be put to work for you, or set aside for you, praise for you, or criticize for you. Let me be full, let me be empty. Let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and fully surrender all things to your glory and service. And now, a wonderful and holy God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, you are mine, I am yours, so be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it also be made in heaven. Amen.